In January 2007, an out-of-shape, middle-aged gay porn producer was murdered at the hands of a young porn actor looking to get rid of the very person that stood between him and success in the gay porn industry. On today's episode, true crime expert Lori Roggenkamp and I are looking at the sordid case of King Cobra himself, Brian Cochis. Grab a seat and a magnifying glass as Lori and I bring you another edition of Murder Tonight. back for what's proving to be a very popular show called Murder Tonight, where we talk about uh, murders done by gay people. Uh, and that's what this topic of the show is. If you have a problem with that, I'll murder you. Yes. Yeah. But you Yeah, know, it's Murder Tonight in the daytime. Yeah, yeah we are doing it well, in the daytime. But by yeah. the way, I, I do not do this show alone. I can't. Because I'm not a true crime expert. All right? No. I have a true crime expert on with me. Her name is Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. How are you? Hello. Thank you for uh, calling me a true crime expert. Mm-hmm. That I think that's more flattering to me than goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, and gore. So It's funny because, yeah, so we do, we do know you on Dracula as a goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, and gore. And... We had a conversation on our Discord. You know, we have a Discord here for Patreon supporters where we were talking about merch. And I'm surprised that people want merch. The problem is Patreon rips you fucking off with merch. I might just start my own merch arm. And I think people want t-shirts. Strangely, I will say, strangely, the most popular thing. Do you know what the most popular t-shirt item people wanted? Poop knife? No, no. It was... Are the Topo Chicos flavored? That okay. So I have to say that uh I caught myself doing an inside bit to Star and she got very upset with me. <laughs> we went to two different places yesterday that had Topo Chico. Yeah. And I because I wanted I wanted sparkling water and she mm-hmm. goes, Oh, they don't have sparkling water, they have Topo Chico. And I said, Is the Topo Chico flavored? And she was like <laughs> I don't know. Let me go check. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was just, I was just, and I did that twice and I for, kept forgetting that I was like, oh, that's an inside bit. But yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. good line. But people do want me to also make a t shirt. You know, those t they're everywhere where you use the Helvetica font and it says like Ross, Chandler, Joey, Phoebe, and Monica. Yes. They want me yeah. to do that with, gl- ugh, ugh. I guess I was almost about to say it and I swallowed my own saliva. No. To say, like, goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, and gore. Oh, I uh, thought you were going to say, like, Joe, Lori, Adam, Adam. Oh, I know. Yeah. You uh, know, if Jay. I would do, but if I were to do that, I would be like, Joe, Taylor, Jay, Adam, Salandra, Adam Burns. I think it would be Lori, mm, no, Adam, no. Joe, Mm-mm. Luke, no, Humble Pie. No. That would be that would be you know would be a good but that seems like it's gonna be an expensive shirt to do is to ha- say Luke you know have it say Luke 
So everyone, everyone should know Luke Stamen here, one of our producers, is a, is a murderer. And I have, like, ripped, like, cloche, like, in the yeah. shirt, it's ripped, where it says Luke. You know? Yeah. Luke was here, and it's just, like, a torn, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's, like, marked in, looks like it's marked in blood. Yeah. I wish I was good at art. I would make those, I would, I would love making shirts and whatnot all the time. Oh, I, I wish, time, I yeah. wish I could get in. I've been thinking about getting into screen printing on oh, shirts. Oh, you have? Yeah. Yeah. Because, but it's just like with everything, it just costs a fucking arm and a leg to yeah. get started. Yeah. I feel like so many, I look, uh, Star and I deleted our TikToks today because mm-hmm. we've been spending way too much time, but I was, I was going down a rabbit hole of rug making and t shirt printing. <laughs> well, hopefully, if things, I know you went to sleep really late last night. I hope there was a lot of rug making going on in, uh, in your house. Sadly, no. We were, we were, uh, one, we were too drunk and too tired for anything. We basically just pawed at each other for 20 minutes and then went, fell asleep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Lori, today we are doing the concluding act of the murder of Brian Cochis, uh, founder, King Cobra himself, the founder of Cobra Video. Uh, now the porn studio doesn't exist anymore, but it was a, a twink based porn studio. Yeah. And we learned last week, if we do a previously on, that Coaches had found a star in a kid named Sean Lockhart who went by the name Brent Corrigan. And we learned all about them. And Corrigan tried to leave the studio and Coaches sued him. And at one point, another porn star was hanging out with Brent Corrigan and his boyfriend, uh, Grant Roy. And they made a joke, quote unquote, about hiring a hitman to kill Brian Coaches. And then few months later, Brian Coaches was dead. Murdered. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do... It, it does worry me a little bit because I know that one of our jokes that we like to say off the air is you are like, okay, bye, I hired somebody to kill you. Yeah. And so it just makes me a little nervous that now I'm starting to think that maybe you really did hire somebody to kill me. Well, I, I never said I was joking. I, I knew... It was one of those things... I used to do this in college. Awkward. Yeah, he says in college, people would be like, oh, Joe, why did I see you walking with that guy? And I'm like, because I'm gay. And they're like, <laughs> Joe, right? <laughs> Not and, to be, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. were you going to say, sir? And I was like, no, yeah, no. And then, so it's the same thing here where you, you're saying, I'm saying, I'm going to hire someone to kill you. And you're like, oh, Joe, comedian Joe. Not to be too, not to be too gross, but that is, you know, that, uh, Austrian guy that kept one of his daughters in, in like a basement cellar mm-hmm. and sexually Do assaulted I? her. Yeah. I'd call it a blueprint. <laughs> we were, we were pen pals. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast about him and that was almost exactly what he, he would do mm-hmm. where people would be like, like he had a, fr- a neighbor build him the cellar that he kept mm-hmm. his daughter in. Yeah. And the neighbor was like, what did you end up using that cellar for? And he's like, Oh, I keep my daughter in it. And then they're <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a trip. What a yeah. trip. And then like never, <laughs> he was like being just dead serious about yeah. it. Yeah. But you're joking. So I, I feel like even though you're telling mm. me you're serious, I can mm. see that you're joking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a question. Is this uh, is this uh, guy who was murdered, is this like your dream? To be murdered? To, no. To, to eventually become a porn director for Twinks 
and then you can just surround yourself with twinks all the live long day? Is that something you... You know, you're bringing up a topic that I know sounds funny, but I'm being completely serious when I tell you uh, if I were, you know, 20 years younger and in really good shape, I would 150% have an OnlyFans. 150%. Because, and it's funny, I just read an article in a gay magazine about someone who does have an OnlyFans, and he's a writer, and he wrote about his experience doing OnlyFans, and he was saying how, you know, um, OnlyFans, you only really make money OnlyFans if you treat it like a business. And if you don't oh, treat it like sure. a business, then it's just, you're not going to make money. But there are people who sign up thinking, I'm just going to sign up and put some dick pics out there. I'm going to make, no, you have to treat it. Okay, there's actually an OnlyFans guy that I don't like. I actually do not like his stuff, right? Um, I feel that he does a lot of basically softcore pornography for gay people, right? So I'm not a big fan. But his name's Reno Gold. He is gigantic. Oh, I th- he, he might be I in the you're top- gonna say Jay. No. <laughs> he might be in the top one percent, right? Of OnlyFans for sure, right? He's very, very popular. He even started his own studio, okay? But the whole time, you know, this guy treated it like a business. He treats it like a business, so he makes a lot of money. I would treat it like a business. I would 100% treat it like a business. Um, and so I would 100%. And I would love to even be like an OnlyFans producer, but there's, I, when am I going to do that? I don't have time. To be honest with you, I feel like that's a lot like podcasting. You know, like mm-hmm. people go on and they go, oh, we're just going to put up a podcast here yeah. and there. And the people yeah. who are successful are the ones who treat it like a business. They yeah, treat yeah, it like. Yeah. There, are some people, um, there are some people who think, oh, I'm just going to get my, you know, friends and we're going to do some stupid, boring podcast about women who murder. And well, it, it, and it's uh, it's just, you know, like, no, don't do that. It's boring. And no, but they keep at it, you know, they keep at it. Yeah. That's stupid. Although I will say that the podcast I have that's about women who murder is not boring. Oh, so I wasn't talking I, I about you. I wonder what podcast oh. you were talking about. Oh, no, no, no. It's a different podcast. It's with it's my... It's a great podcast. No, 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 I'm not talking about your podcast. I'm talking about my other podcast called... Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a Spanish podcast called Pod- Podcast de Sangre. Okay. And, yeah. And... um. There is a, a big, well, fat, I don't sloppy know Mexican girl so. on there. Oh, okay, okay. Her Sounds good. Yeah. Her name is Laura. Laura? Laura? <laughs> yeah. Laura? Strangely, her her partner's name is Maria, which is weird because... Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and her and Maria's married to a guy named Dinero. And uh, it's a three of them. I don't them. know why, but I'm uncomfortable with this. <laughs> I well, just, no, just, just, it, the show's boring, you know? Uh, Laura goes on there and she's like, like, you know, and then, I don't know what you're talking about. What did you say? I don't sound like that. Um, although I will say that I think you should do an OnlyFans uh, and you should call yourself Big Poppy. Uh, yeah, but then it would be literally only fan. I'd have one fan. No, it'd be I, Aiden. No, I legit think that you would get a following of men, twink men, mm-hmm. who just want a gay fat Mexican to <laughs> tell them they're pretty. That's all. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that's all I think. I think yeah. we get a following. Yeah, 
It just be you won't even have to take your shirt off. Just take your pants off. Oh, just yeah. take your pants It'll off. Be, they'll be the, just... the first comedy OnlyFans. Did I tell you that I almost a friend of mine asked me to do an OnlyFans with him? Who? So there's this uh, friend of mine who he um uh he does like ah uh, like kind of like avant garde comedy where it's like it's sort of funny but it's mm-hmm. like it <clears throat> you have to see it live sort mm-hmm. of stuff and he he used to do this comedy bit which I don't know if you could call it a comedy bit where yeah. he would uh melt ice cubes in his butthole what and he wanted he wanted to to do it on OnlyFans. He wanted okay. to create an OnlyFans and do it on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. But he wanted me to be his like uh, assistant who would put the ice cube in his butthole, but I would be naked the whole time. And I was just like, I, I'll do it. But I just, I was like, I need something more than just me standing there Lori, waiting for an ice cube. You to just melt. gave me a great idea though. We should okay. do a podcast. Okay. Which is like okay. it's just like Genius Parade, right? It's just Genius Parade, okay? Yeah. But it will, and I will legit if you do that, where we just do on OnlyFans, an OnlyFans podcast, the first one, right? But we're nude. Me and I would do it. <laughs> me and you are nude, right? And I we would do, do it OnlyFans. So- <laughs> and it's only it's just us doing our podcast. Yeah, but we're just nude. Yeah, we're yeah, just nude. I do it. Yeah, we're just nude, and that's it. That's the whole thing. We're just doing our podcast nude you should have a whole branch of afterthought media that's just that that's mm-hmm. just you we'll and the, after you guys dark mood after dark media afterthought yeah. after dark all right well let's just jump back into this story we've glory how did we do this we Sorry. just spent 15 minutes not talking about well, this story you know what i think is so great is that we we wrote specific stories we wanted to talk about <laughs> Well, and we were like, how are we going to fit these in? And then we didn't fit any of them in, but we still figured out a way to not talk about the story yeah. of the murder. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. So let's, let's jump back. So remember, like I said, previously on, uh, we, you know, uh, Brian Coaches was suing Brent Corrigan. Uh, Brian Corrigan wasn't allowed to use a name. Brent Corrigan, his name's Sean Paul Lockhart, was not allowed to use the name Brent Corrigan. Coaches sues him. He said he owns a name. They're in the middle of a lawsuit. There's a joke about uh, a hitman. And then months later, Coaches turns up dead. Now we're picking up the story. Chapter Chapter 2. Here we go. In 2006, Harlow Quadra, a Navy veteran turned gay male escort, decided life in Virginia Beach had grown tiresome. He wanted something bigger and flashier. He wanted fast cars and lots of money. So he and his boyfriend, Joseph Karakis, decided to start a business. By the way, Joseph Karakis is also a military veteran, and he was co-running this escort company with his boyfriend, Harlow Quadra. Oh, okay. He's 28. Quadra's 25, says he's 19, but is 25, and Joseph Karakis is 28. And they start? Did they start it in Virginia Beach and then yeah. move? Or no, did no, they no, no, no. They've then... always okay. been in Virginia. The whole the whole time of the story, they're always in Virginia Beach. Right. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Their industry: online pornography. Their product: Harlow Quadra. Because they stopped. Let me just explain. They just because they're doing. They're really successful, actually, in the escort business. They're making really good money. And they're like, well, let's make it bigger. Let's do online pornography. They started and they start a studio. And they're gonna, but they're gonna Harlow Quadra oh. being the star of this porno studio. So they're are Harlow they Quadra, on, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. 
So they're they're so Harlow Quadra is is uh like having sex with men for money. Yeah. And then and then they go, well, what would really be great is if we have him. Is he still having sex with men for money, or is he just now transitioning into straight online porn? I in the articles that I read, I don't know if it stops. I know he didn't like doing it. What's funny gotcha. though is in one of the articles that I found, uh, it was in a gay media. They actually included. I guess there used to be like a review site for escorts, like a Yelp, oh, okay. like a Yelp for escorts, and uh, he had great reviews. I mean, glowing reviews. That what an amazing escort he was. But I guess Ugh. he had confided he didn't like doing it. So I wouldn't it be fun? I I have a feeling that if I was ever an escort, it would be like she only hugs. <laughs> like, don't she, buy her dinner. Yeah. Like with me, it would be like, ugh, don't not ask about movie posters. Yeah. You'll spend the she, whole hour here at movie posters. She's cut. She would not stop referencing 30 Rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go. Had everything required to be a gay porn star. He was attractive. He had a lean, tight body. And he had a big dick. So they started an online porn company called Boy Batter. The scenes were shot on a low budget with local talent having sex with Harlow Quadra on camera. The porn scenes were popular enough to support a flashy lifestyle in Virginia Beach, but the couple's extravagant lifestyle had landed them in serious debt, and they needed to make even more money if they wanted to continue that lifestyle. How could they do that? They needed Harlow to have sex with a star. Enter Brent Corrigan. Yeah, this is around the time that they're seeing that Brent Corgan was at Cobra. He's no longer there. He made, I'm telling you, Lori, it was like, he was like from nobody to the biggest star in gay porn overnight. So when he's gone, they're like, holy shit, we could, we could really boost boy batter if we get Harlow Quadra, which strangely is his real name. It sounds like a porn name, but that's his real name. If, if we get Harlow Quadra to have sex with him on camera, you know. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if he was like, I'm changing my name. I want to come up with a better name. My name is Michael Rose. <laughs> Just like something well, really basic. You know what's funny is, uh, to show you how famous Brent Corrigan became, uh, people started to, A, use the Corrigan name. Like, they'd be like, oh, I'm Larry Corrigan or whatever. But also what's funny is because of the drama that was happening, his real name became also a household name in the gay porn world. And there are porn stars named, like, Ace Lockhart. They they start using, you know, Sean Paul something. You know, they start using portion of his real name as porn star names. Really? Oh, that's funny. I just imagine Larry Corrigan like, hey guys, I'm Larry Corrigan. (laughs) If you need aluminum signing, I'm the guy to call. You know, yeah, exactly. Also, I got a tight butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Those are his two things, aluminum signing and his butthole. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, Larry, I'll take some of this aluminum siding. Right, uh, right. Yeah, and then that's I can big... offer you three panels at four, five, four, four to five, nine, nine, nine. All right, very good. I'll take those three panels actually. And right, I, right. I think that'll be it. 
Yeah. Uh, are you sure? I got a sweet tap butthole <laughs> that I can offer you. Uh, I mean, it's very tempting, but I think I'm going to pass this time. But uh, thanks for the offer. All uh, right. I'm just going to bend down real quick. <laughs> pick up this aluminum siding so you can check out my butthole. Whoa, Larry. <laughs> I wear assless traps. I don't Larry. know if I told you. Oh, my God. Larry. No, 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 no. Uh, but you know what? Now that I think about it, though. Oh, see, they always get you with the ass of champs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. By the way, <laughs> I saw this commercial that Vanessa Bayer has a new show coming out. Her and Molly Shannon. No, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's called, I forget what it's called, right? Where she, where she works at Home Shopping Network or something like that. And I saw the trailer and it actually looked like it would be funny in movie, but it's a TV show. And I'm like, I don't want to, everyone should go watch the trailer. But like, I'm like, how is this a TV show? So that is something that, like, I was reading on uh, Twitter that people are saying is, like, becoming a big issue. Is that, like, movies, movie pitches nowadays are, if it's not, like, a superhero movie or some very, Mm -hmm. like, depressing Mm -hmm. film, it doesn't get made. If it's, like, a quirky idea, it's, like, how can we make that into a series? Like, for some reason, they want to flesh out these like yeah. movie plots into like these big series so yeah, yeah. i don't know it, it, it was very strange all right let's jump back into the story of a murder via vanessa bayer's new maybe tv show on showtime joseph caracas reached out to corrigan's boyfriend grant roy caracas was pitching a scene with harlow quadra and brent corrigan let me just probably remind you joseph caracas is because we're gonna have a lot of guys here Joe Caracas is Harlow Quadra's boyfriend. He runs the the business side of Boy Boy Batter. Yeah. Okay. He reaches out to Brent Corrigan slash Sean Lockhart's boyfriend, Grant Roy, who right now is running the Brent Corrigan business. Okay? Gotcha. Basically, the boyfriends are talking to each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he was vaguely promising a lot of money. The email was so unabashedly boastful that Roy smelled something fishy but he reluctantly agreed to a meeting. The time and place would be a sex expo in Las Vegas. Caracas and Quadra offered to take Roy and Corrigan out to dinner at the very chic and very expensive Le Cirque in the Bellagio Hotel. At the meeting, Quadra and Caracas threw some big numbers around. They would pay Brent Corrigan $20,000 for the first video and $30,000 for the second. These numbers were so astronomically high that Roy and Corrigan immediately discounted the pair as rank amateurs and didn't take Quadra or Caracas seriously. At a certain point, Brian Coaches and his ongoing... Okay, so let me me explain what's going on here. They go... Caracas and uh, Quadra, also they're super in debt because they were making money, but they were spending it faster than they were making it. Yeah. And so they, it's not just that they think it would grow the business. They actually need a huge influx of cash because they're so in debt. Yeah. And so they see their shot as, again, you know, Brent Corgan, giant star, can't get booked anywhere. So they take the, – there's some sort of like uh, – I can't remember what it was. Like the some sort of gay, you know, sex expo in Vegas. And they I think they talked a little bit at the expo, but then they landed up going to dinner – and this is where they were sort of amateurish. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to give you 20000 which Corrigan was making like 3000 a scene. I think the going rate was like for a start like 5000 It's like to throw a yeah. number like $20,000, it sounds it's, fake. It's so huge mm-hmm. that you're like, this is a – I had something similar to not uh, sex related, but 
I had a thing where um, there was this one British woman who used to do do comedy at Bill Words. Yeah. And um, she was like, she she was she asked me to be an extra in a pilot that she was shooting, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, the the head of HBO was there, and he really liked you. Yeah. If you would mind doing like a side part, we could get you on this HBO series." And I was like, "I had you know I've been doing comedy for maybe a year and a half at that point, and mm-hmm. I was like, even at that point, I was like, there is no way in hell." Yeah. That the head of HBO yeah. was at this rinky dink bar in yeah. in Huntington Beach, yeah. you know, as an extra for a a random you know pilot, and yeah. wants personally wants me. So yeah, it was just that was like when you you just kind of jump too high, sort of mm-hmm. thing. It's like okay, this is a this would be funny this though if the head of HBO the, was like, where is she? And she's like, she didn't come. You know, the same thing happened to me one time. They told me that I was going to open for Greg Proops, and I was like, "That's no, there's no fucking way that's going to happen." Yeah, I got to go to Harley's. I'm doing an <laughs> yeah. open mic at Harley's. Yeah. All right, here we go. Continue. Lawsuit came up in the conversation. Oh yeah, so they're now they're talking. They're oh, what about this Brian Coach's lawsuit? Okay. Roy and Corgan claim that they used the lawsuit to politely turn Caracas and Quadra down. Corgan and Roy informed the couple that the ongoing lawsuit would prevent them from filming the scene. That was when Quadra chimed in. What if Brian Cochis were to disappear? What if he were to take a trip to Canada? Grant Roy immediately stepped in. We don't want Brian to disappear. According to Roy and Corrigan, they immediately changed the subject and politely finished dinner before parting ways. How do you do that, by the way? <laughs> I'm sure they did. I'm sure. I think it's so funny that now they're like, we immediately changed the subject. Yeah. Well, how do you change this? How do you change that subject? Like, Laurie, if you want, I'll kill your principal. Oh my God, is that Ben Affleck? Oh no, that's not that. I thought that was Ben Affleck. Laurie, no, it's just. I heard Kathy's making me sleep with her bottomless. If you, uh, if you want, I could make her topless. If you know what I mean. No, I really think that's Ben Affleck, guys. That's I really think. Can we all just focus on this right now? Yeah. I've never had porcini mushrooms before. You know, and you're like. <laughs> Have you guys heard about this Larry Corrigan? <laughs> he has a luminous siding slash tight butthole business. It's uh, it's really sweeping OnlyFans. <laughs> Here we go. And the luminous siding industry. Yeah. So they, so they awkwardly change conversation and they're like, okay, we got this. These people are crazy. All right. The next day, Quadra used his Discover card to run a background check on coaches. The background check provided the couple with Brian Coaches's home address. A few weeks later, Arlo Quadra created an email account named dmbottompa at yahoo.com. Oh, I should have put in the best of today at gmail.com. That would have been the funniest. <laughs> you really had a <laughs> you really missed an opportunity. I missed an opportunity to make that. You could go back in and, yeah, and put it in. I could, yeah. The very first email was sent to Cobra Video. In the email, Quadra introduced himself as Danny Moylan, a young twink who would like to break into the modeling business. That's my catfishing name. I, I'm always doing it to people. Mm. <laughs> Next I, day, Quadra... Yeah. Literally, literally, do they know that you just want to break in? Yeah. You're not talking about actually... They're like, no, I want to break in. I want to... Uh, okay, the, the, the next day, Quadra and Caracas walked into a pawn shop in Virginia Beach. They bought a folding knife with a serrated edge, a Smith & Wesson thirty-eight caliber revolver, and ammunition. They also rented a silver SUV. 
they reserved a room for two at the Fox Ridge Inn in Plains Township, Pennsylvania, just a stone's throw from the Dallas Township home of Brian Cochis. What Quadra and Caracas didn't know was that only a few days after their meeting with Brent Corrigan, Brian Cochis, and Sean Lockhart, a.k.a. Brent Corrigan, had settled their lawsuit over the rights to the name Brent Corrigan. Sean Lockhart was a free agent. Yeah, so here they are, <laughs> getting ready to murder this guy. Oh, my God. And they don't realize they don't need to. <clears throat> oh. The lawsuit is done. I love how they just at at any point could have done a simple Google search and it, it would have really solved the issue. Or they should have called Carrick, I mean Grant Roy and been like, "Hey, listen, just to be clear, I'm buying a plane ticket right now from Brian Coaches to go to Canada." Wink, wink. There's no reason yeah. why I shouldn't buy that plane ticket. Is that? Wouldn't be they're really dumb. Like, well, no, that actually happens. That actually happened at the dinner. So I didn't put that in because it was irrelevant. But at the dinner, they say, uh, yeah, I hear, uh, coaches is going to move to Canada and, and Sean Lockhart slash Brent Corrigan goes, he is? That's weird. Why would he go to Canada? I, I, he's not going to go to Canada. And they're like, no, uh, Harlow has some friends who really could help him out or something like that. And that's when Grant Roy was like, oh, there's Ben Affleck. <laughs> I love how that still Corrigan probably didn't get it. And he's like, what? And, and he's just like, I'll explain to you in the car. Like, it's just like, just. And then he calls what? coaches and he's like, I hear you're moving to Canada. Yeah. What part? Yeah. You didn't tell me. Yeah. Saskatchewan. You have some friends that are going to take care of you. By the that way. That sounds great. My mom's family is full of fucking crazy people. Full of it. I mean, I, I could literally do an entire uh, Vanessa Bayer long series on my family and how crazy they are, right? So they went to a baby shower for my mom's family, right? And it's, it's a whole complicated story, but it came up. I'm not going to get into that story, but that's a whole story in itself. She goes like, oh, yeah. And, you know, Andy, your cousin Andy married into money in Canada. Cause Andy lives in Canada. Okay. And I go, he did? Because I think Andy's a manager at Home Depot. And she goes, oh, yeah, uh-huh. He, uh, his wife is the princess of uh, indigenous people in Canada. And like, oh. what the, okay, that doesn't make any sense. She goes, no, her dad is the king of the indigenous people of Canada. I go, they don't, what is, that doesn't make any sense. I don't, I, I don't, I know nothing about indigenous you, people in Canada. And I, I highly doubt that they have kings and princesses. That's what I say. And she was like, Joey, that's what I heard. Okay. That he, she is the princess of the indigenous people, indigenous people of Canada. Her dad is the king and he owns a bunch of Home Depot stores. And that's why Andy's the manager of a Home Depot store. And I was like, okay, I, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't you be pissed if you married into money and your, father-in-law owned a bunch of home depot stores and they were like great now you can manage one i'd be like can i just live off the money like why do i have to manage a home depot actually i think you would be in that because i happen to know a family because i lived in newport beach for a long time there's a bunch of those kind of people right and i knew well actually they were more friends of friends but i was in the same social scene as the family that Literally, they legit make all the slot machines, game machines, everything in Las Vegas, and, and all casinos, right? 
it's a huge, I can't remember the name of the company, but it's a huge gaming company, right? And it's a family-run business. And one of the guys who was my age was such a fuck-up, right? <laughs> that they literally paid him to not be involved in the business. So that would be me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my family would pay me. I think my family does that now. Mm-hmm. I think they will sometimes pay me to not. My mom asked me to help her out with something mm-hmm. at work. And she goes, and I tried it. And she goes, you know what? I'm just going to give you money. And we're just going to pretend like I didn't ask you for anything. Well, it reminds me, just speaking of King of the Indigenous People, is my brother has a friend who is uh, an, an Indigenous American, Native American, right? And he's one of the casino Native Americans, right? He's just a member, you know, whatever. He doesn't even live there or whatever. He gets $10,000 a month. Good for him. He doesn't even work. He just lives off his $10,000 a month. Good for him. And it goes up as they make more money. And I'm like, why? Why not? My stupid fucking parents. Why couldn't they live on a reservation? Well, I mean, you also got to think about how, like, you know, we've basically destroyed their land and taken everything from them. I think $10,000 a month to one random person is, mm-hmm. you know, is just a drop in the bucket at at this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I, hope, I hope all he does is hire white people to do everything for him. He just <laughs> only white maids, only white people white cooks oh like i would lean in for him. i would lean in and have really offensive native american stores and that you know like Indian <laughs> joe's and i just sold like red face statues and like you know feather those feather things and whatnot and uh just sell it to only white people yeah yeah uh anyway all right let's go to, let's go to chapter three On the evening of January 24th, 2007, Brian Cochis was on the phone with his attorney reviewing the finer points of his lawsuit settlement with Sean Lockhart over the use of the name Brent Corrigan. As they were discussing the terms, Cochis's lawyer heard the doorbell ring. Cochis apologized and told his lawyer he had to cut the meeting short. The person at the door was a new model that Cochis was sure would be his next big star. Can you imagine? Your lawyer's like, all right, well... As the terms of the agreement, uh, what, ding dong. Like, yeah. Uh, hold on for a second. There's a twink I'm gonna fuck. Yeah. I gotta go. Also, also, I love how he's like, we have to cut the meeting short. It's like, so you knew this was gonna happen and you didn't pre tell me about it? Like, we scheduled a meeting and then you knew that you had scheduled a meeting during our meeting and you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me that. It would almost be like if we were doing this podcast to be like, oh, Joe, I gotta go. I'm doing another podcast right now. Uh, that is I gotta, what you I do. Log off. I was just telling Taylor the other day, yesterday, I go, Lori has two screens. So when she's not paying attention, she literally turns her entire body like 45 degrees and doing something else. No, because my camera is here, but I look at you over on the other screen. Oh, okay. I'm not doing something else. I'm looking at you. Oh, all right. Here we go. That would be the last time anyone ever heard from Brian Coaches. Maybe he moved to Canada. <laughs> Maybe he like legitimately. Wouldn't it be fun? I know that this isn't the truth, but wouldn't it be funny if they legitimately got him a ticket to Canada and he's just like living yeah. in Canada? Yeah, and the Harlow Quadro was there, like dressed like a limo driver. Yeah, and he's like, "Sir, we're moving you to Canada." He's like, "Oh, I gotta go." Okay, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, they're the king of indigenous people. Wants you to come meet him. Yeah. 
He has a couple of Home Depots he wants you to run. Yeah. Andy and his princess wife. <laughs> yeah. to... Andy and Pocahontas want, want you to... to... Yeah. And Canadian Pocahontas want yeah. you to uh, hang out with him. And he's like, oh, great. Yeah. I hope nobody thinks I was murdered. That yeah. would be weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shouldn't, should I turn off the lights or anything? No, 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 no. We're going to burn down the house for no, you. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Just leave it. Just leave it. Just, Just leave go. It. Go, go. We got to go. go. The, your flight's leaving soon. All right, here we go. No one knows exactly what transpired after Coaches hung up the phone. What is known is that Coaches was brutally murdered. Now, warning. The following details may be disturbing to some listeners. If detailed descriptions of a crime scene might be upsetting to you, you should probably skip ahead. Humble Pie. Special Agent Humble Pie. I don't think anyone leaves. I'm looking at the Discord right now. So, just confirming that there's going to... It's actually not that bad, to be honest with you. It's not pictures, you know? Yeah. I, I, I wrote that, and I read it, and then when I actually read it out loud, I was like, it's not that bad. Well, but, I mean, t- still, some people, yeah. you know, it's still they're still sensitive about it. Are there, is there anything that triggers you that like, you can't hear about it or read about it or anything like that? Anything with kids, anything oh, with kids, or really? any anybody with a, a the disability who's armed that, oh. that I I have the hardest time. Maria, I feel like is she's also kids. That's that, but her thing is dogs or animals. Oh. She has a real hard time with that. Um, so like we, I think we were doing a um, we were doing a, a thing and somebody killed a dog, mm-hmm. and I was reporting it, and she was like, "Why didn't you give me a warning?" And I was just like, oh, sorry. I know so, a girl that I went really to upset. school with. And um, before I went to, cause I guess she went to high school with her. <laughs> uh, well, she went to the sister high school. I don't want to get into complicated things. I went to all boys high school. She went to the all girls school. Done. But when she was in grade school, she was like eighth grade or something. And she was watching her younger brother. And he decided to play a joke. I think he was like 10. And to fake hang himself. You know, but then yeah, he, you told me about that. Yeah, he really hung himself, so that really triggers her. So whenever there's a horror movie that comes out that she wants to see, she will ask on Facebook, "Hey, uh, I want to see this movie, but can you please tell me if there's any like hanging or death by strangling or anything like that?" And that makes sense. Yeah. I wouldn't want to see that yeah. either. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I totally. Yeah, I think that there's a, a episode of, of Law and Order SVU that still to this day gives me nightmares, where it's a a woman with Down syndrome mm-hmm. who was sexually assaulted by the man that she worked for at yeah, this makes, like shop, uh-huh. and she she uh-huh. like so and the, the woman has described, Down syndrome. She worked for a man at a shop. Uh huh. Go ahead. She she they're describing how she had how she sexually assaulted her in the show, and to this day, like I still get chills sometimes. Yeah, I'll still yeah. just like randomly think about. It. It's just it's just like. To abuse some somebody who's so, you know, just trusting and mm-hmm. innocent to me yeah. is just like that. That's so just so awful and evil mm-hmm. that I just it's like my brain it has a heart struggles with computing that kind that level of evil. Yeah, you know, I uh, you know when I was a kid, I maybe this is what you know I and this is not a, I had that that joke cadence right now. It's not. I used to be told to like take care of my brother. And so uh-huh. I, even though I don't have that anxiety anymore, I mean, he's in his fucking 40s and he has no family, but it's weird. So when I saw the movie Hereditary, there's mm-hmm. a similar plot line in the middle of it. And when the, th- I'm not going to give any spoilers, but when the thing happens to his sister, I had to turn the movie off for a bit. And it was, v- that movie was very, very difficult for me. Uh, it really, really, really triggered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It really, really, really triggered me. 
Also, um, because of my own fears and anxieties about my health, I always get like triggered by like heart attack stories. Yeah. So I get I get upset anytime somebody has like uh, cancer or anything mm-hmm. yeah. that freaks me out or um, tattoos, like having tattoos and the tattoo like. There was one where this woman has metal in her tattoo, and then mm-hmm. the tattoo, like when she's in the uh, a machine, a magnetic machine, like the the metal comes out of her skin. That freaked me out. Anybody yeah. eating anything weird? Mm-hmm. I mean, we could go on. We were doing this thing <clears throat> today where we were uh, we were watching uh, what, watch what happens live with Andy Cohen. Yeah, and they were doing like a couple's, uh, you know, like the marriage game where they uh, ask questions about your partner, and mm-hmm. so we. Star and I thought it'd be fun to play. And so one of the questions was, what is your partner afraid of? And so Star had to guess for me. And she's like, I can't narrow it down. You're so yeah. afraid of, ev- of everything. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's true. Uh, for me, it's anything happened to me and Aiden. And um, one of my triggers is like that I'm – whenever I teach people who are like in front of a microphone waiting for the other person to show up and you see like the clock ticking and that person doesn't show up, that's like a huge trigger. Like, like, where's that person? What happened to them? Yeah. They were supposed to show up yeah. at a certain time, and they didn't show up. That's always... Ugh. Yeah. Another thing that triggers me yeah. is, like, when you're listening to a podcast uh-huh. of a supposed friend of yours, <laughs> and then they mention how you were you do a really racist uh, show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, in 2006, when you've, when you've never done that. And oh, you're talking about your Cotton that... Pit and Angry Tour? No. You, uh, no, because that doesn't exist. So, and you mentioned how it, it existed and, and then you talk about it with other people. And so you continue, the person continues to spread this false narrative. Yeah. That really triggers me. Yeah, does yeah. it? Okay. All right. Well, we, we know what our triggers are, everybody. So now we're going to jump right also, back. Also, oh, yeah. fat uh-huh. Mexicans. That triggers me. <laughs> Did you hear Star? What did she say? She said, What? <laughs> After Coaches was murdered, the culprits lit the house on fire to hopefully hide exactly what they did. That'll work. <laughs> That's always worked in the past. Oh, it's yeah. just a house fire. Nothing to see here. It's just like, it's so funny to me because it's, people always say like, you know what really won't get people's attention is a burning house. That'll really cover everything up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. It didn't work. Coaches' body was found in the remnants. It was so badly burned that it needed to be identified by dental records. His body had been brutally hacked to death. His neck had been slashed so deeply it nearly decapitated him. After he was already dead, he had been stabbed another 28 times. Later, Quadra called Sean Lockhart and told him to go to the website for Coaches' local news station. That was how Sean Paul Lockhart found out that Brian Coaches had been murdered. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which, I, to me, is a big giveaway that Quadra did it, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lori, look at this random local news website for where Brian Coaches lives. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez, he's dead. <laughs> it's uh, strange that you found this random local website. Yeah, it's very strange. All right, well, I got to go. See uh, you later. All right, I got to go. I got to go wash my hands and take a shower for no <laughs> yeah. reason. Yeah. I got to wipe this ash off of me. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. reason. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Go to the next part. Oh, what was that?
Oh, um, Star was just leaving to go get her stuff out of the wash. Uh-huh. And somebody was telling Despite me to get their... her stuff out of the wash. Was it really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Despite their attempt to hide the evidence by arson, Harlow and Caracas left behind enough clues to narrow them down as suspects. First, the detectives found a fuzzy photo of the model Danny Moylan. It matched a photo of Harlow Quadra on his MySpace page. Next, a witness reported seeing a silver SUV leave the crime scene as the fire broke out. In addition, records show that a prepaid cell phone was used to call coaches two days before the murder in the area where Harlow Quadra lived. On February... But I think that also says to me they're not really good at their job. No, but also it just says that they went they went hard on murder so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, you would think that they would be like, all right, let's see if there's any legal way. Like, give them a call. Give Brian Coaches a call and just say, like, is there any way we can figure out this lawsuit? Is there any way we can, you know, do and, and then maybe go to murder? Or maybe put on masks and, like, rough him up. You know, and yeah. then he'd be like, guys, I settled the lawsuit. And they're like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, awkward. Okay. Uh, well, we're well, going to Sorry about that. We're going to go. Yeah. We're going to head out. All yeah. right. Nice house, though. <laughs> yeah. First, SWAT teams raided the home of Quadra and Caracas, but the couple wasn't there. They had already gone into seclusion. However, they still managed to leave behind some crucial evidence. Two Sony digital cameras with the serial numbers scratched out. They matched two cameras that had been stolen from the home. Also, Quadra used his own email address on a message board to ask how to use these particular cameras. Why would you do that? What an idiot. Yeah. The police were building a mountain of evidence against the pair, but they were nowhere to be found. Nearly a month later, on March 3rd, Grant Roy received an email from Harlow Quadra asking when they could start filming. You know we had an agreement, it read. Roy was speechless. Only a few minutes later, Roy received another email from Quadra. This time it was more ominous, more threatening. We all know what you said to us at the AVN in Vegas, and we have it on tape recorder. And our conversation at Le Cirque is recorded as well. Don't fuck with us. Roy realized he had no choice. He had to invite them out to San Diego to meet with him and Sean Paul Lockhart. All right, Lori, at this stage, what what do you think is going on here? Well, I I mean, I definitely, if they're smart enough, they'll definitely set them up for uh, a sting <clears throat> operation. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's funny that they say, don't fuck with us, but we want to fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that, that, I thought that was weird, too, where it was like, don't fuck with us. You know, we we killed this person. We'll kill you. Didn't say that, but you know, we're we're very threatening. And obviously, the implications that you know, we killed this guy. We'll kill you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fly out to San Diego and meet us. Oh, yeah. They want to meet us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Okay, that well, worked. Yeah, that, that was easy. That, that I literally think that this all this whole time, every single time they do something. And it goes their way. All they just go is, oh, that worked. Great. <laughs> like, they're just not even questioning anything. Now, you know, they made this a movie called King Cobra with Christian yes. Slater playing uh, Brian Cochis. Uh, James Franco played Joseph Caracas. Uh, I don't know who played Harlow Quadra. And then uh, that 
Disney star that, became, that came out as gay plays uh, Sean Paul Lockhart slash Brent Corrigan. Uh, have you seen that movie? I am not. No. Oh, interesting. We could do a review of it if you want. No, nah, I, I saw it. it. It's not. It's not. It's not okay. so bad. It's good, but it's not good. It's just forgettable. Okay. It's forgettable. And um, I will say though, people have been given. They've given us our new uh, limited series for the summer. Uh, I'll tell you about that in a bit. But uh, oh, 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 wait, is it the Todrick Hall thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody already, yeah. somebody messaged me that they have all the episodes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's let's finish up this episode. Here we go. Over a month later, Caracas and Quadra flew out to San Diego to meet with Sean Lockhart and his boyfriend, Grant Roy. They had agreed to meet at a restaurant called The Crab Catcher in La Jolla. What Caracas and Quadra didn't know was that Grant Roy and Sean Paul Lockhart were already cooperating with the police and were wearing a wire. Caracas and Roy were very careful during the meeting and really gave up no information. It was only after the meal... When Roy asked Quadra if coaches felt any pain, that Quadra responded, Don't worry. He went quick. The four agreed to meet the next day at a clothing-optional beach north of San Diego called Black's Beach. I want to be clear here. So the next day, they get invited to a clothing-optional beach. A nude beach, essentially, called Black's Beach. All right, here we go. Because it was we a nude really beach... We should go to that beach. Yeah, we should do our OnlyFans show there, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so because it was a nude beach, Quadra was under the impression that it also meant no wires. Unbeknownst to Quadra and Caracas, Grant Roy was somehow wired. Okay. Can you imagine the cops going like, well, I guess we have no way to wire you. And he's like, okay, Caracas, yes. Actually. Yeah, I have a very large urethra. Uh, so you could just stick it right in my dick hole. Yeah, but you imagine what those tapes sounded like later. It was just like, "Did I walked into the uh, house and I said, "Hey, I'm the Twink porn star," you know. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Twink porn star, and uh, uh, uh-huh. yeah. And, uh, and, and I was just like, I wonder what it is. Wait, what was that? What was that? Yeah, I just imagine this is a totally visual thing. So I, I just imagine like a, a FBI agent on the other line, like, Shh, I can't hear. Okay, I can't hear. Shift it. Move your butthole. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you everything. I'm going to tell you who actually did it. The person. All right, shove your butt in his face. Okay, the person that got killed. Oh, Brian Cortez is. I'm never going to say that again. Well, well, can you say it just one more time? Just one more time. He started. We couldn't get it. Uh, okay. All right. Just say one more time. The person that killed Brian Cortez was. And it's. <laughs> Here we go. Quadra spilled the beans about how it happened and how he did it. On May Literally. 15th, Quadra and Caracas <laughs> yeah. were arrested in Virginia Beach and charged with homicide, robbery, and arson. In 2009, they were both found guilty on all counts and sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. Yeah, so they're both currently in prison. 
Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And Brent Corrigan, by the way, uh, you know, he's lived a pretty wonderful life. I think, so. like, right now, I don't think, I don't think he's doing poor. He goes back and forth. He tried to have a movie career. Uh, and someone just posted a, a recent picture of Brent Corrigan. He tried to have a movie <laughs> career. Uh, uh-huh. he, and he goes in and out of porn. Sometimes he does it. Sometimes he doesn't. Something does it. Like, sometimes he does porn. Sometimes he doesn't. I think right now he's just not doing it and living in Seattle. I don't know how he makes money, but, uh, I don't know what his story is right now. But yeah, he's just very successful porn actor, very famous. Uh, he's living in Seattle. He lives in Seattle now. Yeah. I heard that he, uh, conned a fat Mexican guy to think <laughs> that he was a 20 year old. And, uh, has him, that, that guy flies him out to Disneyland so they oh, can have really? sex. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that would make sense. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Brent Corgan could call me to do whatever he wanted. <laughs> Cut to our He murder. does look very, he looks very handsome. He's very say. handsome. He's a very handsome man. I'll send yeah. you his uh, Twitter later. You, yeah. He, he's grown up to be very, very, very handsome. I think he's an obnoxious piece of shit and probably very, oh, taken well, for sure. Yeah. But, um, but also I think that's <clears> like the environment. He grew up in too, right? It's like I, I, I mean, to be honest with you, can you imagine from such a young age? I mean, what sixteen, seventeen when he started, like just being lusted after yeah. so hard, mm-hmm. and I know and what that's like. To- yeah, I mean, that was like you know my teens. Yeah. Um, just being lusted after so hard to the point where it's like you are just a, you are just literally a symbol. Of sexuality, like you are not. Nobody cares about your personality. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about anything. They just want to fuck you. They mm-hmm. just want to watch you get fucked, and they want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. And that's all you've been taught is is important. And mm-hmm. so you are just desperately clinging to, you know, this, you know, little little bit of sexuality that you still have. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it must be very terrifying for him as he gets older. Perhaps. Luckily for us, we're, we were just always. Yeah. We never had to worry terrible. about that. Yeah. Yeah. We never had to worry about the people only love us for our body. I know. You know? But, we um, have one person and that's all. Yeah. That's oh, all yeah I could never be. lose eight. If I lose eight, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Star stars it. Yeah. I always tell star, I go, I just fell ass backwards into a great relationship. Oh yeah. Because yeah. my type of person is just an awful person. Yeah. 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 So is, the fact that is, I got stars just, this you know. is like, Miles better. I don't know. There's like, I don't want to say head and shoulders, but miles above, uh, any relationship I've ever had. Cause I've had some that like were great in one aspect, but sucky another, whatever. This yeah. is the one that it's great across the board. Yes. So, I've, o- I've never had a relationship and I really, I left out. Mm hmm. Sorry. I had started coughing for some reason. Mm-hmm. I lucked out. Yeah. So the fact that I, if Star and I break up, I mean, that's it. There's yeah. no reason for me to date because I will not find somebody. Uh, you know, you can't sh- get li- hit by lightning twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Lori. Well, let's call it on this case. That's the end of the case of Brian, the murder wow. of Brian Cochis. Uh, next time, actually, I think, I think, I'm not sure, not 100%. I believe we are doing a case given to us by Patreon supporter and uh discord user deckhead i believe we're gonna do that case um and but until then laurie uh whatever our catchphrase is i'll murder you tonight